and this episode, we'll go through one of the most common questions I get. What should you do when you're eating the foods you crave, but you still get that craving to binge later on? Even though you're eating your trigger foods, or you're starting to let go of those food rules, you still don't feel satisfied. Is there something missing? Welcome to the Binge Dietitian Podcast. I'm Jonathan, and I'm here to help you end 24-7 food thoughts, binge eating, and actually enjoy life with food. This episode is for educational and informational purposes only, not to be substituted for medical or personalized advice. Check the link in the description for my recovery resources, and let's get straight to the episode. First off, I just want you to have a massive pat on your back and a well done to start breaking through those food rules by honoring your cravings. What you're doing is correct. Evidence has shown time and time again that if we continue to restrict the foods we crave for long enough, psychologically, we tend to have a stronger craving later on, which may contribute to a binge episode later on. It isn't easy to unlearn restrictive habits, and I understand if you're feeling frustrated um, after binging, even though you may seem like you're letting go of food restrictions. But what I want you to know is that you are on the right path. But maybe there is a missing puzzle piece which you may need to stop binging. Our body often gains a craving for a binge episode when it senses deprivation. And that is normal. It's a protective mechanism of our body against starvation. So thank you, body. So you're honoring your cravings and eating the foods you love. But where else can the restriction be hiding? So let's talk about the three reasons why you may be binging, even though you're eating the foods you crave. Number one, you're still experiencing physical restriction and you're likely not eating every three to four hours. I want to ask you this. It's amazing that you're eating the foods you crave, but do you think the reason that you're still binge eating is because you're still holding on to restriction? Are you still secretly chasing weight loss? You may be physically restricting, Binge eating recovery and weight loss cannot happen at the same time because weight loss requires restriction, which is a trigger for binge eating. So I want you to think of the areas where you are physically restricting. Are you skipping meals intentionally or accidentally? Are you going longer than four hours without a snack or a meal? Are you fasting intentionally? Are you not eating until you're comfortably satisfied? consistently, with the keyword being comfortably satisfied consistently. You might be thinking, Jonathan, I don't skip meals, but when I speak to most people struggling with binge eating, they're unintentionally very vulnerable to physical restriction right after a binge. So what do I mean by this? So right after a binge, do you have this intense craving or need to skip breakfast the next day if you binge at night, or eat very little the next day to try to make up or offset that binge. Maybe you're just having plain salads or choosing to make your meals as low calorie as possible. And sure, you can eat the foods you crave, but it isn't true food freedom if you're still restricting how much you eat and not listening to your hunger cues. If you're still chasing weight loss, then you're not actually truly experiencing or practicing food freedom. There's a quote by an amazing food freedom author, Janine Roth, that says, weight loss does not make people happy or peaceful. Being thin 
does not address the emptiness that has no shape or weight or name. Even a wildly successful diet is a colossal failure because inside, the new body is the same sinking heart. And I think that's a really powerful quote. Tackling binge eating first will set you up in a very healthy starting point to rework your relationship with food, find balance, and get rid of guilt. If you take part in any goal that is fueled by guilt, then it's most likely not going to succeed. So the point I'm trying to make is that you should not be chasing weight loss during binge eating recovery. If you want to lose weight to help you feel better physically, or you may have a health condition that may improve by weight loss, then go for it only after you escape the never-ending cycle of binging and restricting. Escaping the binge-restrict cycle may take some time, but once you're comfortable eating the foods you crave and you're eating regular meals and snacks, which looks like your breakfast, mid-morning snack, lunch, mid-afternoon snack, and dinner, then you'll have a much healthier relationship with your food. Then you'll be in a much better platform to choose what to do with your weight. A true health professional will provide advice, but I'm only giving you advice. I would never tell you to strictly do this or enforce any conditional rules because having this mindset of conditions, restrictions, or rules can encourage us to break them. And that's just human of us. So food freedom can definitely carry on to many aspects of your life. And I think that's just wonderful. So number two, are you weighing yourself more than once a week? You might be thinking, Jonathan, how is weighing causing me to binge? It has nothing to do with food. Well, in reality, weighing and how we feel has so much to do with food. If you're weighing yourself more than once a week, I'd like to ask a question for you. Why are you weighing yourself more than once a week? Is it to check if you gained weight? To check if you lost or you maintained your weight? How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel bad? If you do feel bad, do you take any action afterwards or do you start to restrict how much you eat? Weighing ourselves is a dangerous game if you're struggling with binge eating. Binge eating is a condition that is fueled by guilt, that it's like putting wood into a furnace, really. Coming from a qualified dietitian, your weight, even if you're eating to your body's maintenance, will always fluctuate depending on so many factors, such as how much salt you've eaten, because that can retain water, carbohydrates you consumed, because that can help you retain water as well, how much food is sitting in your gut, and more. Also, as we mentioned earlier, our weight does not dictate our success with binge eating recovery. The reduction in our binges does. I understand that it can be so difficult to not weigh yourself as we live in a society that praises weight loss and shames any weight gain. But remember that the diet industry is never a simple solution to our problems. We have to tackle issues such as binge eating first. Or, or else we'll be stuck in this never-ending binging and restricting cycle, constantly chasing the next diet trend, only to find ourselves binging again. So it's time to pack that weighing scale away and to focus on nourishing your body, informing your body that everything is fine, we're being nourished and there's no need to worry, so there's no need to binge. 
it's time to start slowly loving your body once again by giving it what it's asking for. Consistent nourishment. And number three, you're still setting diet rules. Do you tell yourself that you should avoid bad foods and eat only good foods, especially after a binge? Do you set promises or strict goals that you'll work harder to follow your strict diet? Or do you tend to cut out a food group or several food groups, such as carbs, sugar, or sweets? Setting diet rules is a clear form of restriction, which can contribute to binge eating. You may still be eating the foods you crave, but are you giving yourself the unconditional freedom or are you actually trying to allow yourself only to have specific foods, but you try to ignore the others? Remember, we only binge on the things we restrict. So give yourself the unconditional permission. I'm not saying to go on a binge intentionally, but by following strict diet rules and conditions, this enforces the mindset of good and bad. Whenever we eat the foods we deem as bad, we start to feel guilty. We feel emotions such as guilt, shame, and embarrassment, which can make you vulnerable to binge eating. So let's aim to stop these diet rules and start eating regular meals and snacks. Aim to eat every three to four hours with your breakfast, mid-morning snack, lunch, mid-afternoon snack, and dinner. Laura Thomas, author of the book, Just Eat It, summarizes what this podcast episode is all about. She quotes this really well and she says, when was the last time you asked yourself what you'd like instead of what you can or should eat? Whilst you're already having the foods you crave, ensure you're getting rid of total restriction. So get rid of mental restriction by having the foods you crave and physical restriction by consistently eating meals and snacks every three to four hours. So in summary, if you're eating the foods you crave, yet you're still binge eating, here are three things you might want to look out for. Number one, are you still experiencing physical restriction? Are you skipping meals intentionally? Are you eating every three to four hours? So this could look like having your breakfast, mid-morning snack, lunch, mid-afternoon snack, and your dinner consistently. Number two, are you weighing yourself more than once a week? Weighing ourselves more than once a week, or actually at all, can make us lose sight of what true binge eating recovery progress looks like. Binge eating recovery progress is not found on a scale. It's found in how you feel, how less you're binging, how you feel around your trigger foods. Also, Weighing can make us feel guilty, which in turn makes us vulnerable to binge eating. And number three, are you still setting diet rules? Do you tell yourself that you should avoid bad foods and eat only good foods, especially after a binge? Do you set promises or strict goals that you'll work harder to follow a strict diet? Well, diet rules contribute to a restriction mentality, which can later, down the line, make us have an increased craving for a binge. So thank you so much to listen to this episode. And if you found this episode helpful, I would highly appreciate it if you rated this podcast well to help share and raise awareness of supporting loved ones with binge eating and to get rid of all restriction. I want to let you know that 
binge eating recovery is completely possible because I have fully recovered myself. And I'm always happy to share my personal knowledge and dietetic knowledge, as well as my advice with you. If ever you feel like you have any questions, feel free to message me in Binge Dietitian in my social media platforms, and you can find me in the description of this podcast. What if I told you, you can end binge eating and still keep all the foods you love without dieting, without willpower, and no more meal plans? Check the link in the description for my exclusive self-paced binge freedom blueprint online course to learn everything I wish I knew when I struggle with binge eating. It's all packaged into one platform to make it easy to transform your life right now.